The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Well, today is a day that we sing about quite regularly. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Thursday, January 5th, 2023, the 12th day of Christmas. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one, and Thursday is a day to pray the luminous mysteries of the rosary. Today is the memorial of St. John Newman, born in 1811 in what is now the Czech Republic. After studying in Prague, he came to New York at 25 and was ordained a priest. He did missionary work in New York until the age of 29, then he joined the Redemptorists and became its first member to profess vows in the United States. At 41, as Bishop of Philadelphia, St. John Newman organized the parochial school system into a diocesan one that increased the number of pupils almost 20-fold within a short time. He was well known for his holiness and learning, John Newman became the first American bishop to be beatified, and he was canonized in 1977, buried in St. Peter the Apostle Church in Philadelphia. St. John Newman, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Lord Jesus, in union with that divine intention with which you offered to God your praises on earth through your most sacred heart, now offer them in the sacrament of the Eucharist everywhere, even to the end of time. I most gladly offer you throughout this entire day all my thoughts and intentions, all my affections and desires, all my words and deeds, in imitation of the most holy heart of the Blessed Virgin Mary Immaculate. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray that educators may be credible witnesses teaching fraternity rather than competition and helping the youngest and most vulnerable above all. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you hear me, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. I have sometimes explained what happened to me one day on a train. It was very quiet until a group of youngsters got on. They sat together and were speaking a bit loudly. Basically, They were complaining about everything, about the train, the country, the weather, the cost of everything, their families, their friends were not present. I got the impression they were quite bitter. But suddenly, one of them shouted the magic word, Selfie! (laughs) And there was an immediate transformation. Instantly, they started smiling, like in a toothpaste commercial, the face of happiness. (laughs) They took about 15 pictures with stiff faces, but none of them looked good enough. I was about to tell them that the problem wasn't the phone or the light or the camera. It was their faces. (laughs) 
But they finally decided on one, and then the fake smiles were dropped, and they spent 15 minutes putting on a dozen filters before posting it on Instagram. I don't know if they managed to fool their friends online. I guess that those who saw the picture thought they were the happiest guys in the world and could sell toothpaste galore. <laughs> but for those of us on the train, there was no mistake. They resumed the bitter conversation. They didn't smile anymore. It was all fake. And it seems like the important thing in life is not to be happy, but that people think we are. And I remembered this anecdote when I read your words today, Jesus, about Nathaniel. We read today in the Gospel how Philip found Nathaniel and said to him, We have found him whom Moses in the law and the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. And Nathaniel answered, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip didn't take him up on the matter, but just led him to you, Jesus. And when you saw him approaching, you said of him, Here you have the true Israelite in whom there is no guile. The Greek word for guile is dolos, deceit, simulation, fraud. Basically, what you see is what you get. No filters. Nathaniel heard that and asked you, Jesus, how do you know me? And you answered, before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. When no one was watching you, I was. And that was enough for Nathaniel to fall at your feet and confess, Rabbi, you are the son of God, you are the king of Israel. It takes a lot of simplicity. No duplicity, no deceit. Minutes after asking if anything good could come out of Nazareth, he falls on his knees and becomes the first to declare that you are God and King. Someone else could have thought, Oops, <laughs> I've just said this about the people of Nazareth to Philip. I'm not going to say now otherwise. He's going to think I'm a little bit. <laughs> but here is the key, Jesus. Nathaniel couldn't care to hoots about what anyone thought of him. And this can give us prayer today. You, Jesus, offer few praises in the Gospels. And yet you praised Nathaniel, Saint Bartholomew, because he was a man of integrity, who cared little about what people thought of him. And so he could follow you straight away without stopping to think whether people approved it or not. Jesus, how important it is that I care only about what you think and not about what others think of me. I think that some of the greatest mistakes of our lives have been made by trying to impress or to please the wrong people. I personally regret things I shouldn't have said and things that I just did to please other people. I may have fooled those people, but not you, Jesus. For you see me like Nathaniel under the fig tree, when no one else sees me, without Instagram filters or fake smiles.
It's what we called posturing, a display intended to attract attention or interest, to make people believe something that is not true, to pretend, to try to get admiration or approval from others. In 2011, Brony Ware published The Five Regrets of the Dying. For years she had been nursing patients in palliative care, and during her conversations with them, she discovered the most common regrets people had at the end of their lives. And regret numero uno, the top common regret was, I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself and not the life others expected of me. How sad it would be to find myself at the end of my life, discovering that I lived trying to fulfill other people's expectations, and not yours, Jesus. Trying to get the approval of others, to get many likes from the world, and forgetting to please you, Lord. Jesus, may I never have to regret this, worrying too much about what people think, and not enough about what you think of me. May I never try to be popular. Like Saint Teresa of Calcutta said, God does not require that we be successful, only that we be faithful. In any case, I think that trying to impress other people is a sin that usually carries its own penance with it, because it is a source of personal suffering. Maybe what makes some people suffer most is worrying about what others say or think about them. You may have heard the famous quote of Mark Twain. I've had a lot of worries in my life, most of which never happened. <laughs> we suffer when we imagine what others will think or say. Maybe even more so if we find out that others neither think nor talk about us. Well, I think that if Nathaniel had a smartphone today, he wouldn't waste a second of his life checking how many followers he had, <laughs> and how many likes he had, or if people talked about him or what they said or thought. Jesus, the only like I'm interested in is yours. And I know that if I spend my life seeking people's approval, I may miss your approval and my happiness. If they laugh at you, Jesus, how could I expect them not to laugh at me, trying to be like you? If they crucified you, Jesus, how could I expect not to be attacked myself? If they threw stones at St. Stephen and St. Paul, and of Nathaniel, tradition says that they crucified him upside down like St. Peter, how could I be surprised? if people don't like what I say, what I do, or what I am. Mary, my Mother Immaculate, at the beginning of this new year, I ask you that your children may never fear to be different, to be themselves, that we may have the courage to live our lives not according to people's expectations, but God's expectations, that we be real, 
not artificial, not posturing, not using filters. That your son could say about me, behold, a true Christian in whom there is no guile. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. 15 and a half past the hour on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on the Memorial of St. John Newman. I'm Paul Sadek, and we join the whole church in prayer now. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And and my my mouth mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in His hands the depths of the earth, and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hand. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God, and we are His people, the flock He shepherds. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn, as your fathers did in the wilderness. 
When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Lord, you are our Savior. We will praise you forever. Lord, we are our Savior. We will praise you forever. We heard with our own ears, O God. Our fathers have told us the story of the things you did in their days, you, yourself, in days long ago. To plant them, you uprooted the nations. To let them spread, you laid peoples low. No sword of their own won the land. No arm of their own brought them victory. It was your right hand, your arm, and the light of your face, for you loved them. It is you, my King, my God, who granted victories to Jacob. Through you we beat down our foes. In your name we trampled our aggressors. For it was not in my bow that I trusted, nor yet was I saved by my sword. It was you who saved us from our foes. It was you who put our foes to shame. All day long our boast was in God, and we praised your name without ceasing. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As, As it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, and, and will be forever. Amen. Lord, Lord we are our, our Savior. Savior. We, we will praise you forever. Spare us, O Lord. Do not bring your own people into contempt. Spare us, O Lord. Do not bring your own people into contempt. Yet now you have rejected us, disgraced us. You no longer go forth with our armies. You make us retreat from the foe, and our enemies plunder us at will. You make us like sheep for the slaughter and scatter us among the nations 
You sell your own people for nothing and make no profit by the sale. You make us the taunt of our neighbors, the laughingstock of all who are near. Among the nations, you make us a byword, among the peoples a thing of derision. All day long my disgrace is before me. My face is covered with shame at the voice of the taunter, the scoffer, at the sight of the foe and avenger. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As, As it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, and, and will be forever. Amen. Spare us, O Lord. Do, Do not bring your own people into contempt. Rise up, O Lord, and save us, for you are merciful. Rise, Rise up, O Lord, and save us. For you are merciful. This befell us that we had not forgotten you, that we had not been false to your covenant, though we had not withdrawn our hearts, though our feet had not strayed from your path. Yet you have crushed us in a place of sorrows and covered us with the shadow of death. Had we forgotten the name of our God? Or stretched out our hands to another God? Would not God have found this out, he who knows the secrets of the heart? It is for you we face death all day long and are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Awake, O Lord. Why do you sleep? Arise, do not reject us forever. Why do you hide your face and forget our oppression and misery? For we are brought down low to the dust. Our body lies prostrate on the earth. Stand up and come to our help. Redeem us because of your love. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As, As it was, was in the, in the beginning, beginning, is now, is now and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, rise up and come to our aid. With your strong arm, lead us to freedom, as you mightily delivered our forefathers. Since you are the King who knows the secrets of our hearts, fill them with the light of truth. Rise, Rise up, O Lord, and save, save us, for, for you, you are merciful. You will hear the word from my mouth. You will tell others what I have said. A reading from the letter to the Colossians. Pray perseveringly, be attentive to prayer and pray in a spirit of thanksgiving. Pray for us, too, that God may provide us with an opening to proclaim the mystery of Christ, for which I am a prisoner. Pray that I may speak it clearly, as I must. Be prudent in dealing with outsiders. Make the most of every opportunity. Let your speech be always gracious and in good taste, 
and strive to respond properly to all who address you. Tychicus, our dear brother, our faithful minister and fellow slave in the Lord, will give you all the news about me. I am sending him to you for this purpose and to comfort your hearts. With him is Onzimus, our dear and faithful brother, who is one of you. They will tell you all that has happened here. Aristarchus, who is a prisoner along with me, sends you greetings. So does Mark, the cousin of Barnabas. You have received instructions about him. If he comes to you, make him welcome. Jesus, known also as Justice, sends greetings. These are the only circumcised ones among those who are working with me for the kingdom of God. They have been a great comfort to me. Epiphus, who is one of you, sends greetings. He is a servant of Christ Jesus who is always pleading earnestly in prayer that you will stand firm, that you will be perfect and have full conviction about whatever pertains to God's will. I can certainly testify how solicitous he is for you and for those at Laodicea and Hierapolis. Luke, our dear physician, sends you greetings. So does Demas. Give our best wishes to the brothers at Laodicea and to Nymphus and the assembly that meets at his house. Once this letter has been read to you, see that it is read in the assembly of the Laodiceans as well, and that you yourselves read the letter that is coming from Laodicea. To Archippus say, Take care to discharge the ministry you have received in the Lord. This greeting is from Paul. In my own hand, remember my chains. Grace be with you. The Word of the Lord. Let us pray for one another that God may give us an opportunity to, to proclaim, proclaim the, the mystery, mystery of Christ. Christ. May the Lord open our lips that we may declare God's praises. To, to proclaim, proclaim the, the mystery, mystery of Christ. Christ. From a letter to Cardinal Barnarbo by John Newman, Bishop. Indeed, I have apparently delayed too long in writing to the Holy See the letter promised by the Archbishop of Baltimore in the name of the Council. However, this delay was not without reason, for the Council was scarcely finished and I was discussing the division of Diocese of Philadelphia and my translation to a new see with one of the fathers of the Council, when the father intimated to me that he did not know whether that could more probably be hoped for, since the Holy See thought that I would resign from the episcopate or wished to resign. In the same way, when the Archbishop of Baltimore informed me of the designation of a coadjutor, he added that in the event that I should preserve in the desire to resign, the Holy See would permit me to give the title of the ecclesiastical property to the same coadjutor. I was no little disturbed by the fear that I had done something that so displeased the Holy Father that my resignation would appear desirable to him. 
If this be the case, I am prepared without any hesitation to leave the episcopacy. I have taken this burden out of obedience, and I have labored with all my powers to fulfill the duties of my office, and with God's help, as I hope, not without fruit. When the care of temporal things weighed upon my mind, and it seemed to me that my character was little suited for the very cultured world of Philadelphia, I made known to my fellow bishops during the Baltimore Council of 1858 that it seemed appropriate to me to request my translation to one or the other see that was to be erected, namely in the city of Pottsville or in Wilmington, North Carolina. But to give up the Episcopal career never entered my mind, although I was conscious of my unworthiness and ineptitude, for things had not come to such a pass that I had one or the other reason out of the six for which a bishop could safely ask the father permission to resign. For a long time I have doubted what should be done. Although my coadjutor has proposed to me that he would take the new see if it is erected, I have thought it much more opportune that I asked the fathers that he be appointed to the see of Philadelphia, since he is much more highly endowed with facility and alacrity concerning the administration of temporal things. Indeed, I am much more accustomed to the country and will be able to care for the people and faithful living in the mountains, in the coal mines, and on the farms, since I would be among them. If, however, it should be displeasing to His Holiness to divide the diocese, I am indeed prepared either to remain in the same condition in which I am at present, or if God so inspires His Holiness to give the whole administration of the diocese to the Most Reverend James Wood, I am equally prepared to resign from the episcopate and go where I may more securely prepare myself for death and for the account which must be rendered to the divine justice. I desire nothing but to fulfill the wish of the Holy Father, whatever it may be. Well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in the little tasks I gave you. Now I will entrust you with greater ones. Come 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 and and share share my my joy. joy. Lord, you gave me five coins, and see, I bring you back double. Come Come and and share share my my joy. joy. Let us pray. O God, who called Bishop St. John Newman renowned for his charity and pastoral service, to shepherd your people in America. Grant by his intercession that, as we foster the Christian education of youth and are strengthened by the witness of brotherly love, we may constantly increase the family of your Church. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Twenty-three minutes before the hour, today's gospel is coming right up along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. 
It's Thursday, January 5th, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, Philip is called, and the Lord affirms the existence of the angels from the first chapter of the Gospel of John. The next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee, and he found Philip. Follow me. Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael. We have found him, of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming to him and said of him, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom is no guile. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree, do you believe? You shall see greater things than these. Truly, truly, I say to you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. We're approaching the Epiphany and Time to think about the wise men, the magi. They had one purpose in mind. That should be our aim, too. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 1, Advent and Christmas Tide. The news the wise men brought spread throughout Jerusalem from door to door, from house to house. The hope of the Messiah would be rekindled in many good Israelites, and they would wonder whether perhaps he had come already. Others, like Herod, in spite of being more educated and having more information, received the news very differently, because their souls were not prepared to receive the newborn king of the Jews. Jesus, the same child who was born in Bethlehem of Judea, is continually passing close by us. He passes by as he once passed by the wise men, or as he passed through the life of Herod. There are two positions regarding our Lord, that of accepting him, then everything of ours is his, and that of denying him by managing our affairs without him, by building our own life as if he did not exist, or by fighting against him as Herod did. Like the wise men, we want to reach Jesus even though we have to leave behind the things others value so highly. We may even have to suffer some setbacks in order to follow the road that leads to Bethlehem. Every resolution we make to follow Christ is like kindling a little light. What begins as something small and faltering is transformed by time, by constancy, in spite of difficulties, beginning over and over again into a great light. Charity towards others who are also seeking Christ. While the wise men were in Persia, they saw only the star. But when they left their homeland, they saw the Son of Justice himself. 
Today we could ask ourselves in the depths of our hearts, why at times do I let my life follow the dim light of my whims, my fears, my comforts? Why don't I always go to the light of the gospel wherein lies my star and my future filled with happiness? Why don't I take a step forward and abandon what could be a situation of spiritual mediocrity? Isaiah tells us that all men are called to come from afar to meet the Savior. Our Lord also tells us, and especially those of us who perhaps do not feel as spiritually close to Jesus as we should, that we are invited especially on this day. Let us set out on the way. In this liturgical season, let us ask our Lord to give us such a firm and solid faith on our journey that we may obtain the gifts which he has promised. As always, we will find Mary very close to Jesus. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Fourteen minutes before the hour, and we join the whole church in prayer now on this Memorial of St. John Newman. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Stir up your mighty power, Lord. Come to our aid. Stir up your mighty power, Lord. Come to our aid. O Shepherd of Israel, hear us. You who lead Joseph's flock, shine forth from your cherubim throne, Upon Ephraim, Benjamin, Manasseh. O Lord, rouse up your might. O Lord, come to our help. God of hosts, bring us back. Let your face shine on us and we shall be saved. Lord God of hosts, how long will you frown on your people's plea? You have fed them with tears for their bread, an abundance of tears for their drink. You have made us the taunt of our neighbors. Our enemies laugh us to scorn. God of hosts, bring us back. Let your face shine on us, and we shall be saved. You brought a vine out of Egypt. To plant it, you drove out the nations. Before it, you cleared the ground. It took root and spread through the land. The mountains were covered with its shadow, the cedars of God with its boughs. It stretched out its branches to the sea, to the great river, It stretched out its shoots. Then why have you broken down its walls? It is plucked by all who pass by. It is ravaged by the boar of the forest, devoured by the beasts of the field. God of hosts, turn again, we implore. Look down from heaven and see. Visit this vine and protect it, the vine your right hand has planted. Men have burnt it with fire and destroyed it. May they perish at the frown of your face. May your hand be on the man you have chosen, the man you have given your strength. And we shall never forsake you again. Give us life that we may call upon your name. God of hosts, bring us back. Let your face shine on us and we shall be saved. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, 
and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, eternal shepherd, you so tend the vineyard you planted that now it extends its branches even to the farthest coast. Look down on your church and come to us. Help us remain in your Son as branches on the vine, that, planted firmly in your love, we may testify before the whole world to your great power working everywhere. Stir up your mighty power, Lord. Come to our aid. The Lord has worked marvels for us. Make it known to the ends of the world. The Lord has worked marvels for us. Make it known to the ends of the world. I give you thanks, O Lord, though you have been angry with me. Your anger has abated, and you have consoled me. God indeed is my Savior. I am confident and unafraid. My strength and my courage is the Lord, and he has been my Savior. With joy you will draw water at the fountain of salvation and say on that day, Give thanks to the Lord, acclaim his name. Among the nations make known his deeds. Proclaim how exalted is his name. Sing praise to the Lord for his glorious achievement. Let this be known throughout all the earth. Shout with exultation, O city of Zion, for great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. The Lord has worked marvels for us. Make it known to the ends of the world. Ring out your joy to God our strength. Ring out your joy to God our strength. Ring out your joy to God our strength. Shout in triumph to the God of Jacob. Raise a song and sound the timbrel, the sweet-sounding harp and the lute. Blow the trumpet at the new moon, when the moon is full on our feast. For this is Israel's law, a command of the God of Jacob. He imposed it as a rule on Joseph when he went out against the land of Egypt. A voice I did not know said to me, I freed your shoulder from the burden. Your hands were freed from the load. You called in distress, and I saved you. I answered concealed in the storm cloud. At the waters of Mirabah I tested you. Listen, my people, to my warning. O Israel, if only you would heed. Let there be no foreign god among you, no worship of an alien god. I am the Lord, your God, who brought you from the land of Egypt. Open wide your mouth and I will fill it. But my people did not heed my voice, and Israel would not obey. So I left them in their stubbornness of heart to follow their own designs. Oh, that my people would heed me, that Israel would walk in my ways. 
At once I would subdue their foes, turn my hand against their enemies. The Lord's enemies would cringe at their feet, and their subjection would last forever. But Israel I would feed with finest wheat, and fill them with honey from the rock. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as as it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, open our mouths to proclaim your glory. Help us leave sin behind and to rejoice in professing your name. Ring Ring out out your your joy joy to to God God, our our strength. strength. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider how their lives ended and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Do not be carried away by all kinds of strange teaching. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. On your walls, Jerusalem, I have set my watchmen to guard you. On your your walls, walls, Jerusalem, I have set set my watchmen to guard you. Day or night, they will not cease to proclaim the name of the Lord. I have have set set my watchmen to guard you. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. On On your walls, Jerusalem, I have set my watchmen to guard you. What you say of me does not come from yourselves. It is the Spirit of my Father speaking in you. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. What you say of me does not come from yourselves, 
It is the spirit of my Father speaking in you. Christ is the good shepherd who laid down his life for his sheep. Let us praise and thank him as we pray. Nourish your people, Lord. Christ, you decided to show your merciful love through your holy shepherds. Let your mercy always reach us through them. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your vicars, you continue to perform the ministry of Shepherd of Souls. Direct us always through our leaders. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your holy ones, the leaders of your people, you served as physician of our bodies and our spirits. Continue to fulfill your ministry of life and holiness in us. Nourish your people, Lord. You taught your flock through the prudence and love of your saints. Grant us continual growth in holiness under the direction of our pastors. Nourish your people, Lord. Remember us, Lord, when you come to your kingdom and teach us how to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, who called Bishop St. John Newman, renowned for his charity and pastoral service, to shepherd your people in America. Grant by his intercession that, as we foster the Christian education of youth and are strengthened by the witness of brotherly love, we may constantly increase the family of your Church. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. I hope the weather isn't getting you down. It's been pretty nasty in some parts of the United States. Look in on your neighbors. Morning Air with John and Glenn is coming right up. Patrick Madrid a bit later on this morning. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's do it again tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. Go out now, make this a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.